it as a clap. On I my end or yours? No, mine. I kind of flopped my hands together. I don't even know if it made a sound. <laughs> a f it's a no, flap is already a word. Can't do that. I don't know what we're going to call it. It was it was know. disappointing, but effective. Story of my life. How you doing, Laura? Uh, I'm going to be totally honest right now. I'm going to need this to be like 20 minutes because I fucking need to nap so badly. I am also really on the verge of falling asleep. I okay. did a very big workout today, and then I ate a, a decent sized lunch, and that's apparent. That's all. That's all it takes. That's I ate Chipotle takes. and then walked for oh, a mile and no. a half in this humidity. So we're we're together yep. in this right now. Yeah. Oh my god. A couple weeks ago, Friday is is more or less my pig out day, which the the level of it varies. But um, uh, I think it was two weeks ago now today. Uh, I did my workout. I ordered Chipotle and stuff. And Rebecca came home to find me asleep with Chipotle <laughs> implements scattered across my bed oh, and no. Odo sleeping in my arms. <laughs> I, I had just passed out as soon as I ate it. Yeah. Uh, and Odo fell asleep with me. And I didn't clean up at all. It was just both That's halves fantastic. of the tin everywhere. Yep. So I'm vibing yeah. with you. I, I support it. I have a couple things I need to do. And uh, a couple solitaire games just got put on Apple Arcade. So that's what I've been Ooh, doing for the last fun. half hour. Nice. It's playing solitaire. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Trying not to fall asleep before we record. Uh, so this weekend is, well, we're going upstate for Charles' dad's birthday. Mm -hmm. And Charles had to work today. So we have to leave, well, like, yeah, probably like 7 p.m. tonight. We'll get there mm -hmm. at 9, 9.30. Um, and not to complain on the podcast. This, but usually I cook, he cleans. Like, that's, mm -hmm. you know, seems fair. That was part of your um, house. I was yep. there. Yep. <laughs> Um, he did not clean up dinner last night. Not to say it was like a big dinner. I made like veggie burgers. So it was like a pan and two plates. So like it wasn't yeah. that big of a deal, but he made popcorn. So like he didn't do the dishes last night, didn't do the dishes today. And then left me with the baby by myself to do laundry, clean up that shit, pack, figure out g getting groceries. Cause we had to bring like food, take care of Ellie the whole time. Like, so I worked through her first nap and I'm just really tired. This is how it starts. You had two years of bliss. One year perfect first year marriage, one year baby, new house, and you're done. You got all the good parts, but that's great. Most people don't even get that. So I'm just, I'm really happy that you've had this journey up until now. Yeah. I'm, pr I'm proud of you, really. Thanks. <laughs> I also did stay up until 11 p.m. last night playing Mario Golf, which was Ooh, yeah, my super own fault. Golf, is it Super Mario Golf Rush or golf whatever? Rush, yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's excellent. Uh, I've been enjoying it so far. I have to say there's this like... XC cross-country golf mode mm -hmm. that uh, I'm very bad at because okay. it requires like so I was reading a little bit about this online it it's basically like free-for-all golf where mm -hmm. the quote-unquote the course hit a huge storm happened so like everything's fucked up so whatever like it's mm -hmm. not a normal course so you basically have to just jump around and like hit balls like over cliff faces so like from one elevation to the next sure and uh, you can do it in any order so like you have to be able to read the map well enough to like know what's up and what's down and like plan for pretty big important thing about maps yeah generally. yeah yep, 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 yep. uh anyway i'm really tired all the time and i'm also pretty bad at reading maps in general and so like a really hard time fucking understanding what's up and what's down <laughs> so like no it just takes a little bit of planning you like know you go to the higher elevations first and i'm like but it takes me like 15 minutes to figure out which one is the highest elevation. And I only have one minute to get to the next hole. The, the developers are watching you play just like, this is not what we thought would be the hard part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. My approach, fantastic. My putting, very good. 
my understanding of what up and down means very bad. <laughs> yeah, you always thought golf was just flat. You, I mean, for me, mini golf has very little verticality. Mm. So, and that's that's the exposure. My, I have a friend of mine that I play Destiny with who's uh, very knowledgeable about golf. Uh, he's my age, but is c- considers himself a former golf professional. I don't totally understand the context, but sure, like. He is saying like once like a bunch of people from our Destiny clan, because we're so cool, get together in the same area, we should all go mini golfing. And then I I'm like, yeah, that's golfing. great. And then they're like, oh, and we should also go regular golfing. And I'm like, hmm, okay, I was with you for a minute. Can we reel it back Just a bit? Just stick that mini right in front there and I'm Just totally keep it. In. The mini is really the selling point yeah. in so many ways. And I'm I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy real golf. I might. It's just a risk I don't want to take right now. <laughs> uh, so that's I don't know. I've I honestly like I have very little reason to pick up my Nintendo Switch. I will once mm. Metroid Dread comes out. You better fucking believe I'm not going to turn my Xbox on for two weeks once Metroid Dread comes out. But um, Super Mario Golf Rush, honestly, the the buzz around it has has uh, interested me enough to be like, is it worth it? But then I remember it's going to be sixty bucks, and I'm just like, I don't know if it's yeah. worth it. Honestly, I was super excited about it, and then I saw that it was 60 bucks. So I was like, ugh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Charles and I are going to, like, I'm playing through yeah. the campaign so we can open it, and we're going to play it a lot together, so it'll yeah, be worth it. Yeah, that sounds great. Conversely, I spent a $60 on uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which mm. is the trilogy of Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I told you, because we had a little hangout sesh recently, I think I told you yeah. that, like, years ago, I fucked up Mass Effect 2 so yes. bad yep, that I refused died. to play Mass Effect 3. <laughs> I beat Mass Effect 2 again. Almost everyone lived except for one DLC character, and I didn't like him that much anyway, so I didn't feel too bad. Sorry, Zahid. But then I did Mass Effect 3, and I just beat it the other day. And, like, man, playing those games for $60 and then looking at Super Mario Golf yeah. Rush, I'm just like... I just went on such an epic sweeping sci-fi journey that yeah. like puts every other RPG decision making to shame and also I could have trouble reading verticality on maps if I wanted to. <laughs> so what's the better investment? And there is no better investment, but I'm very glad that I, I beat those games. And now I'm playing yeah. Andromeda, which got oh, bad nice. reviews. Yeah. And uh, it's just kind of boring. Yeah, well. <laughs> so... Eh, whatever it happens i didn't pay for this one it was on game pass oh dude oh my god yes what sorry i no. i'm so tired i know yeah i I think i can see that my eyes didn't open as much as i thought they would and your eyes didn't open at all so (laughs) struggle busted uh xbox game pass lets you play through the cloud so you can play Mm. xbox game you can play xbox on your phone now if you want uh without an xbox you don't need an xbox anymore uh, okay. There are a lot of games you can play with just touch, and there's some you can play with a controller. And because in and they didn't build it for the Mac, but because the M1 Macs have the same chip architecture yes, as iOS, yeah, yeah, and yeah. because they're using the same basic app code for both platforms, just different UIs, um, I can play Xbox on my Mac. Yay! Which is weird. Um, the That's practical. Fun. I don't know what the practical applications are yet, just because like there's still a bit of latency. I tried playing some Halo on my Mac. There's just there's just a little too much lag, just enough that it's Mm-mm. that it's it's not good. Yeah. Um, but when playing like chill single player games is fun. It's it's really just an experiment for me at this point because I, I have an Xbox right right behind me. There it yeah. is. There's the there's hey. the tall boy. The big the big tall boy. Um, BTB. But that. But yeah, for all the times that you've said like, hey man, I'm just probably not gonna get another Xbox. The future is now. 
You don't have to. Uh, also, we're definitely probably going to get another Xbox. Yeah, that's fair. So, <laughs> uh, I think we're probably going to end up with both. Charles still really wants a PS5 first, but yeah. he we watched uh, we watched the uh, bah, 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 what was it E3 where they yep. did the Xbox, uh, and he X- was like, "Damn!" Yeah. He was like, "Holy shit, man!" Like, uh, Game Pass is such a good deal, and I was like, yes. "Yeah, yeah, I've been, no, I know." <laughs> it's the best deal in game. It's I'm of two minds now about it because Ratchet and Clank, the new one came out for the PS5, and that is supposed to be like a, a really good showcase of like what you can do with the extra power. Like it feel people are saying it, the word I've heard is it feels like it was built to like really maximize what the PS5 can do with its fast mm. load times. Like you can like zip around areas of the world with no loading. And that's yeah. just something you can't do on a slower storage device. Right. Meanwhile, Xbox is like opening the fucking fire hose of games. Bethesda games yeah. are exclusive, yeah. but they all do kind of seem like they were built for the previous gen and then just given better graphics for the mm. current gen. So I'm wondering when Xbox is going to get those games that are like, let's really milk the shit. Oh, you got a sneeze coming. Oh, here it is. Nope, it's going away. I hate that. I hate uh... that so much. I hate that so much. But yeah, no, Xbox is w- Game Pass is way too good a deal. Honestly, he has a PC. He might just get away with subscribing to Game Pass Ultimate. If he's just going to play some of those single player games, he might not yeah. have to spend. I imagine he would not get the cheaper one. He would have to get the bigger, more expensive <laughs> one. So just have him spend 15 bucks a month and yeah. just not worry about it. But yeah. anyway, that's I had fun with Mass Effect uh, a lot. I got very sad when people died that I didn't want to die. Uh, but other than that, I've been reading books. I read, hey, nice. I read a book and a half over the last month amidst the other things. So That's it's, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's good. I like entirely stopped reading books altogether. Oh, no, you were on yeah, such a roll. I was on such a roll. Um, part of it was that the book that I got for my May book, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. That'll, and like, that'll do it. I didn't like it enough that like I read the first third of it and I just... Mm-hmm never wanted to pick it up again yep that's kind of i finally how I'm took it about... out of my yeah i finally took it out of my backpack last week to be like i'm actually just not gonna finish this book that's good that's a healthy thing to do because yeah. after playing about five hours of mass effect andromeda i'm feeling like do i pick it back up i haven't hit the point where i don't think i enjoy the game yet i still yeah. don't know if i know but i i need to be strong like you and be <laughs> ready to tell myself i don't need to play this anymore yeah uh, yeah it I was hard like it. I like so I wasn't enjoying it and then I read some reviews online and people were like oh it's so beautiful it's like really great and I was like all right I'll keep trying and like I don't know man if I can't get into it with the first third of the book like it's it's too long yeah no I feel that the what was the book if you don't mind my asking you don't even know what it's called I think it's called I think it's called the things we lost in the water or the things we lost to the water it's uh, it's not autobiographical, but it's about like um, a Vietnamese family who immigrates to America and like the dad stays behind like or, or he doesn't stay behind. He's left mm-hmm. behind, essentially. So it's about this like singer mother raising two kids in America. And, uh, you know, it, it has a lot of like potential and a lot of themes. And it just didn't grab you did not grab me it was like kind of slow and mostly just depressing and like not that interesting mm. like it's very much like a a slice of life like yeah but i don't know it, i like a third of the way through the book and like what's happened so far is that 
The father got left behind. The boys are struggling. And people tease them. I don't don't know. It's just like not. Maybe you're just a totally heartless person. That's fine. Probably. We can can accept that. I mean, motherhood changes you sometimes (laughs) for the very worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. <laughs> no, I get that. Slice of Life stuff is real hit and miss for me. Like, I just finished, like, a half hour ago, I just finished season two of Trying, because the finale mm. of that just came out. And yeah. it's, like, it's Apple TV Plus show, two people trying to adopt kids. And, like, that's a slice of, life, slice of Life show that just does it for me. It's, like, yeah. a little corny and cheesy in ways I usually bristle against, but, like, it is very deft at handling tough themes in quick compelling and also funny ways yeah uh, yeah and, and if i think slice of life either has to be extremely charming or extremely insightful for me to like really get into it and i don't know i'm yeah. i'm more of a fiction person than you are not in that you aren't into fiction but you are more open-minded than i am <laughs> um so i don't know that's yeah i, I get yeah. that I feel it's that. like very it's it's not charming at all and like i've gotten <laughs> legit i'm looking at the book right Ouch. now I, i've made it through so i've made it through a little over a quarter of the book mm. and like i don't know anything important about any of the characters yeah like that's a bad feeling i don't know and the idea is like it kind of jumps around so like it starts in like 1980 whatever like 79 when they leave yep. And then it like jumps several years and then it's like 1981 and then it's like 1984. And like, so it's supposed to also feel kind of contemporary. <coughs> and like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel that. The The first book that I read was, uh, what is it called? Project Hail Mary. It's by Andy Weir, the guy who did, who wrote The Martian. Oh, okay. The book. So and I read his previous book, Artemis, which is about a moon colony. So I knew what I was in for, like a story that's like maybe not the best written fiction in the world, but it's just like all based in like really, really detailed sci-fi trivia, like information. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I I went into the book thinking like, this will be fun. It'll just be a sci-fi thing. And then I started noticing like it's it's more or less about like, hey, there is this threat to the world that we need to solve with science and people really need to come together to try to get that like that's a latent theme in the book and i'm like Uh that's big star trek vibes Mm. Uh, i'm gonna try really hard not to spoil it in case you ever do want to read it because it's a fun read it's not too heavy uh it's it, it is really enjoyable um but it is at its core I think he looked at the movie Star Trek First Contact and said, what if this real? Yeah. <laughs> what if we do this, but how do real? Because, and it's just, it's just, there's just this like very important focal point where he describes, it's like, th- there is this thing I need to interface with from the star Eridani 40, um, from the system of Eridani 40. And I'm like, why do I know that fucking star? Mm. Why do I know that name? And it's like, we're in the middle of trying to deal with this extraterrestrial, it's like a microbial thing, an extraterrestrial microbe that'll bring us together and I need to interface with something from Eridani 40. In Star Trek, that's the (laughs) son of Vulcan. Are you serious? Yes. So and like I, oh, I was yeah. I was like a third of the way into the book and I'm like this is bugging me why do I know yeah, this and yeah, it's, yeah. there are like I marked there are like ten or fifteen like explicit Star Trek quotes or references and I'm just like he's just having fun yeah Ridley Scott made his book a movie he can write whatever he wants to get away with it <laughs> so but that was very fun that's a book you might enjoy um, all right that's good to know. I also just started Foundation. Okay. Which is Isaac Asimov. Yeah, they're making the Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the trailer for the Apple TV show. I'm like, this looks pretty good. Uh, I wonder what it's like because, you know, I know Asimov is like the sci-fi writer. 
Yeah. Uh, I've never read any of his stuff, so I picked it up. Uh, fucking, it's excellent, of course. Mm. It's just, <laughs> it's really, really fucking good. Yeah. Um, but here's 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 what I'm curious about, and it's it's a big budget adaptation for Apple. Uh, this is going to be their they're trying to make it their Game of Thrones or whatever. So, because the morning show apparently wasn't as loved as Game of Thrones was. <laughs> um, but like the trailer for the show is very dramatic. There's like ships shooting in a bunch of stuff. I am about a third of the way through the book, and so far. It is all people talking to each other. Yep. One hundred percent. Some of the best people talking to each other ever. Yeah. <laughs> people are always saying like Star Wars is inspired by Foundation. This came out the same year as Lord of the Rings, by the way. Just to know how like how long ago, how potentially mm-hmm. influential. Um, and it, it and I read Dune last year. Dune feels very much like it learned from this as well. Dune came yeah. out eleven years after this. And Foundation, it's really good. It is all just people talking so far. It's really good conversations that I love and are harrowingly poignant. But then I watch all the explosions in the trailer and I'm like, okay, I know I'm not done with the book, but that'd we be gotta, a pretty big transition. <laughs> we got it. The thing is, the, everything, uh, the stuff I'm seeing in the trailer that I recognize already is like seems pretty spot on despite some gender and race flipping mm-hmm. which is not important because uh you don't spend much time with characters in this book right. it was it's, it's but like i don't know i'm really enjoying it i'm really excited for the show i'm just like what liberties are we gonna see but it's <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know i yeah. i don't i don't think it's the kind of book you would enjoy to chill read i think Project i feel like Hail Mary, this is, you might. i feel like this is the first time i've ever heard you be skeptical about an adaptation I feel like so much of the time you're just like, oh, yeah, you got to do like this, that, and the other thing. It is what it is. It's the transition I, of – yes. and it's so interesting to hear that. I mean, listen, I I realize that you're also talking about something that is obviously very different in terms of like conversation yes. versus a firefight. Yes. Yeah. But, but I, that's I how think, I – you know, that's how people yeah, feel. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm generally pretty forgiving of adaptations because it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to – I mean, even just with my Silmarillion exercise, like that's – like, just trying to think, like, how do you translate this thing that, like, makes someone feel so deeply and put that into, like, an incredibly stripped-down version? And yeah. every time it's moderately successful, I'm just like, all right, I get it. <laughs> like, you did you did the best you could. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess my doubt is not, like, my, my doubt is not so much, like, is this going to be bad? It's just, is it going to be the thing? Right. Well, Which and that's why we- I feel, yeah. like, so much of the time, like, the thing versus the adaptation are two different things to me, right? Yeah. Like the movie and the book Lord of the Rings are not the same. No, they're not. But they're both awesome. Yeah, totally. And I feel like this is probably going to be similar. Like it's going to be the book yeah. and the, the TV show are going to be different entities, but they could still be awesome yeah. both. I think my my worry might be along the line of lines of Lord of the Rings where the movies obviously miss a lot of the subtext and themes of the books because yeah. the books are so so long (laughs) so detailed and so developed like the fact that the movies got as much the fact that the movies imbued me with the curiosity of how big this world is Mm. is a feat like instead of putting everything in there they made me ask what else is out there and like and that's part of that translation that works and what's interesting about foundation is it seems like it is built out to a reasonable degree but really it is just stories of like these people like hey here's a problem here's how i'd like to fix it right uh and it's divided into five parts and each part is totally removed from the other right right um like the first part of the book and the second part are 50 years apart and have none of the same characters yeah so I'm just like, what's fascinating about it is it, it is it is an inspection of social degradation. 
It mm-hmm. is specifically trying to look at uh, it. Um, it was looking at what happened in Nazi Germany, where uh, Asimov, his family having fled the Nazis, was just like, "Okay, let's write a story that it, that inspects how do these things happen." Right. Which is what makes it so harrowing to read now in 2021, (laughs) because there's things he wrote in 1950 that Republicans are saying right now. Yeah. Uh, So testament to his book and also to everything being awful. But (laughs) it's just like humanity sucks. Oh, oh, God, it's inescapable. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just like it it, it is so thoughtful. Mm. Explosions are not thoughtful things yeah um so it's not so much like with lord of the rings i i think that they lost parts of the book but i don't think they lost lord of the rings when they made the movies and i mean it's the pinnacle of adaptations in a lot of ways so it's hard to compare things to it but and i'm just coming into it for the first time i want media that is this thoughtful it is the thinkiness of star trek that keeps me interested in star trek it's not newt babies it's not every it's not (laughs) discovery's representation which is fantastic but also like that representation serves a bigger conversation right in the story and if and i just i want more things that have that bigger conversation and so far the book is not disappointing it's really good yeah anyway that's fantastic yeah. I have not really ever read Eisenhoff either. I think I've read a couple of his shorter stories, but like yeah. I don't I have no memory of it. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It was he was nice. also the, yeah. It's uh I I I've been trying to get myself to read more like classics, but <laughs> I always pick sci-fi. So I'm only <laughs> halfway there. May as well go there. classic sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, I'm only halfway there, so that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I don't know. They're <sighs> classics are classics for a reason, but they are also they are hard to get through in a lot of ways, like I don't know. They're so far removed and the language is so different. Yeah. <sighs> it just, it doesn't always, I mean, it's, it's, you just have to be in the mindset and sometimes you're not there. Yeah. And I don't, I I am so exposed to sci-fi that maybe like going back 70 years to read sci-fi is like not too tall in order. But mm-hmm. maybe if I went back 70 years to read slice of life stuff, it might yeah. not grab <laughs> me quite as much. I don't know. But, um, but it's, it, I, I don't know. I'm excited to read it. I know, I know that he has a ton more books like this, so we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. It's also not that long. Yeah, so, that's nice. So that helps. So I'll be able to get through that pretty quickly. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like Ooh. I've done other shit this month, and it's all falling out of my head. Mass Effect really, yeah. really took me over for a bit. Yeah. That yeah. was that was rough. <laughs> rough but wonderful. Rough but wonderful. Um, I definitely did some other stuff this month. I don't remember what any of it is. And I am so sorry to be this guy. I am actually going to say that I have to get off right now. Because oh, I can't stop yawning and I'm going to fall asleep <laughs> on you. That's fair. We did pass 20 minutes. Do you want to Do you wanna talk a little bit? We haven't actually talked talk since the summer boy BQ. Oh, that was so much fun. It was incredible i keep trying it's really hard to recommend to my friends hey go spend ten dollars and watch this my brother my brother and me special yeah none of them have done it yet and i'm like guys you gotta trust me yeah it's, it's so, good. so funny did you did you finish it no not yet i haven't had the time dude i've been so yeah. fucking busy yeah i can't i it's just it's so overwhelming there uh, you you left about 15 minutes before the end so you yeah. don't have much left yeah it is a crazy last yeah. 15 minutes <laughs> Like, I'm very excited. I think that the WikiHow Wisdom of the Cloud thing about how to ha- save beached animals with pictures of people throwing water at sharks. That was by far the funniest <laughs> thing that I've listened to in years. I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I was. I it was it was 
uh, I felt embarrassing breaking down into tears no, in front was, of you, but it was it was so, so yeah, funny. It, it, it was, was so funny. It was great company to be in tears at the same thing. But yeah. I'll tell you, the end is not that same gut busting laughter. It is shocking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's worth watching. All right. Yeah. I know I was in the middle of haunted doll watch, and they brought out Christopher. Was that his name? Christian was the Christian, doll. Christian. Christian. Something like yeah. that. With his um, vampiric sexual energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do, yeah. Um, Christian hangs out for a little while, but the end is uh, is just, it's another bit that I'm excited to talk to you about. It's it nice. was really nice. I know that we don't always have the chance to, but it would be, uh, yeah. we got we to gotta look out for stuff like that again yeah. when you are not swamped with baby and I wasn't <laughs> like this week. I did a lot of editing this week. Maybe that's why yeah. I'm tired is the yeah. work is catching up to me. And today's that my first day off in about two weeks. So Yeah, sometimes when that happens, you just get hit by a truck and you're like, I am yeah. completely out for the count for the entire day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I yeah. feel bad for Rebecca, though, because she's a lot busier than I am right now. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying to uh, I'm like, hey, can I help? And she's like, nope, just got to yep. do it. I'm like, Yeah, I just got to head down. Yeah, that's my big thing is like I really want to take a 20-minute nap so that I can power through because I am also going to be the one driving us. Aww. And I need to make dinner for Eleanor and us and pack and maybe shower, but probably not, and finish the laundry and put it away. All right, I got to go sleep now. I'm falling yeah, asleep. <laughs> no, you need to. I, I need you to sleep. I need to know you'll survive this. Uh, oh, God. Okay, but- well, I hope you have a good nap. I'm probably also going to have a good nap. Yeah, that sounds dope. It's it's one of those days. Yeah, I hope Ellie has a good nap because she's been down for about 33 minutes now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if she can stay down for at least another half hour, that would really be great. We've made it longer than this before. I think you can make it this time. Go, duck so. out. I'll, I'll, I'll vamp on the recording for the next 30 minutes. Right. You, <laughs> you go take your nap. <laughs> Thanks, friend. All right, bye. Was, Talk hey, to you soon. Hey, wait. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Nice webcam. Oh, thanks. Yeah. There's no, it's in the corner of my room and there's no lighting under my face. So it's (laughs) what it is. Love it. Love it. All right. Bye, Laura. Bye, Colin. (laughs) Good night. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye. How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production. Starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchen, with editing and original music by Colin. You can see and hear more at the website podfriend.pizza, or follow House Pod on Instagram for a real-life look at their friendship. If you enjoy the show, spread the love. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Colin and Laura will talk to you again on the first Monday of every month. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Come and meet you, bro.